You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. This is Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. The, we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Screen. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Locansole. Big week, big month for me. In one week, I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago, August 11th through the 13th. Live hunk show on the 11th, which is my birthday. Adam Burke is going to be there. Mike Burns is going to be there. Then the 12th and 13th, I'm recording my album, with a special thing records, which I'm also running tonight as you listen to this, August 5th at the Glendale Room in Los Angeles. I have Lindsay Adams, Katrina Davis, and Lizzie Cooperman on that as well. Thank you. Thank you to all the people who have purchased tickets. Thank you to all the people that have wished me well, even if you can't make it. If you'd like to go to any of these shows, you can go to www dot the lincoln lodge dot com there's other great shows i'm doing in chicago that i'm not even telling you about like cysk i'm doing fucking paper machete i'm not even promoting them i just i've been busting my ass to get ready for this thing i think it's ready to show you i feel great but i am not famous and i need all the help i can get promoting so that's why i keep telling you thank you for bearing with me uh, if you're going, please tell people. If you know anybody who might want to go, tell them. Do I seem stressed? Hi. Okay. <laughs> also, if you subscribe to the show, you probably noticed. But if not, I started posting my true crime detour. For those of you who don't know, I was on a jury duty for a murder trial all of June and half of July. Over half of July. And I can finally start talking about it. So I posted jury selection. I'm going to keep posting those uh, also. Oh, and I made a Spotify playlist for you for the songs that have won the song tournament so far. If you don't know what that is, you'll figure it out later in the episode. Anyway, I have the world's greatest panel. This group was great. Adam Burke is back. The fastest gun in the West. You know him from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He will be opening for me in Chicago. I was honored that he agreed to do it. One of my favorite comedians, Adam Burke. Ryan Connor is back. You know him from James Corden and from Last Comic Standing. We wrote together at Ridiculousness. He's fucking great. Alice Hamilton is back. If you haven't seen her special, Sex Criminal, you are missing out. Spelled with a C and a K. I watched it between my fingers like a little kid. I told her at the end of this that she's like the Joker on Twitter, and holy shit, I'm happy to have her on the show. 
Roz Hernandez is here. I am late to the game on Roz. You know her from her podcast, Ghosted. I met her when I did Lizzie Cooperman's podcast. And then I saw her do stand-up at Renee Godier's show. And Roz is fucking hilarious. So happy to have her. Chris Mejia is back from We Didn't Get a Rose and from Good Comedy in Seattle. He'll actually be at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago tonight while you listen to this. This group was a lot of fun and no one really knew each other. It was still great. It's still the world's greatest panel. So without further ado, here are Adam, Ryan, Alice, Roz, and Chris. And if you don't already, if you're here for the first time and you're like, I don't know, I'm I'm just checking it out, man. When you're ready, please click follow. Smash those stars. Give me a five-star review. Don't worry. I'll remind you. I love Chicago. I need to go. Are you from Michigan? I'm from Michigan. Where in Michigan? Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is home of the George Ford Presidential Museum. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. I said George. What I said George. George Floyd. Is there a George Ford? Is there, is I'm sure my, there I'm is even... a George Ford. I don't know if he has. It's George this Ford. Is, this is going to go great. <laughs> Forty. Misnamed. In fairness, president. it was in the '70s, and you definitely are not from this country. So that's. Fine. <laughs> um, this first segment is called cool question mark so you guys have to tell me if the following things you guys decided are cool uh will smith apologized to chris rock you guys you guys cool you guys is this pretty cool with you guys no i think i think will smith did nothing wrong i'm a slap defender wow (laughs) slap defender Hell yeah. Why are you a slap defender? I remember you saying stuff about this, but I can't remember your exact argument or if you were just... Obviously, you know, violence is not the most mature way to handle your problems. But at the same time, it's like these two dudes have known each other for like how many years? Uh, Clearly, there's a history. Clearly, it was, you know, not just about tonight. And it's like Will Smith was like the third black actor, I think, ever to win like best actor or something. And so it's like he's under the most pressure of his entire career. And then a dude who's just been mocking his wife forever comes up and just starts mocking his wife again. And I think he snapped. I don't think he needs to apologize all that much. I think it's just like, hey, everyone, everybody fucks up. And I forgave Will Smith immediately. Did you really? Yeah. I I love Will Smith is how oblivious he was that he thought Chris Rock was the only person making fun of the Pinkett Smith arrangements. (laughs) Yeah, it's just that guy. Nothing to see here. The pig. That was not even the first joke of the evening. Yeah, there was a joke about her him being cuckolded, and that was fine. Was that one? Really? I didn't even watch the Oscars. I, I didn't either. I didn't see it. Did you I hear about it? Did I hear about the Oscars? Oh my God! What's going on with your voice? The robot. Always. Oh, Always. Oh, oh. I think you have your auto tune on. <laughs> my bad. I have my auto tune on. What's good, y'all? <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you, Chris <laughs> Mejia, coming in strong as T Pain. That happens too many times. I had uh, therapy the other day with my therapist, and I accidentally had the auto tune on, so I was just talking about that's amazing. Feeling emotionally alone, and all, you know, just, I was sounding like Jason Derulo the whole time. That'd, that'd be a great time it. to find out your therapist is actually a robot. Like, oh. <laughs> How did that make you feel? <laughs> How are you? Hello, how are everybody. you on the Will Smith apology, Mejia? How am I? I honestly, I'm so. I know. I feel like every opinion on it is. I'm tired of like whether you're for 
Will Smith or your four Chris Rock or whatever. It's just like, like let's. I feel like we're all not admitting that Chris Rock getting slapped was funny. Like that was probably <laughs> the most enjoyable Oscar moment we've had <laughs> since white people got hyped up that La La Land won, and then they found out they lost to a movie about a black gay man. Oh my like god. That. That, that is was... really the only time though that shit is the only time we ever actually truly enjoyed Oscars unless you're like a big film person. See, but... I didn't know if it was funny, but it was a just a blast of entertainment for like two weeks. Oh, see, I thought it was funny because I'm a bitch who loves mess and I love reality shows and I love shit like that. So and also as someone who grew up like in college watching like my homies and I, we would go out to the bars, get hammered. And then when we would come back to our apartment, we would just spend the rest of the night eating the Taco Bell we ordered and watch fight compilations on World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> so it just also tapped into that of just like, because we don't get to see rich people get smacked around. So we got bum fights. We didn't have wealth fights. Right. Like, I don't I don't condone violence. But if you have racks like that, then honestly, I don't mind seeing you get hit a little bit. Like, that's just going to be funny to me. I'm sorry. You you have two Bentleys. I'm not going to care about if you got hurt. Like, So we're deciding the – what about the apology? The apology is trash or the apology is cool? Uh, I just feel like – I feel like it's just purely him trying to, like, save, like, his career since he lost a lot of stuff, which is, in my personal opinion, bullshit because people have done worse things and they're still acting and still working. So Name I just feel one. like <laughs> – <laughs> So I don't know. I just feel like the apology is not is not worth it at this point. Like you might as well just d- go all in. Anybody want to defend down. the apology? Anybody want to say, you know what? I'm happy to see it. I like him. It, it felt it felt like a lawyerly suggestion. Oh, for yeah, sure. It felt like he got a call. It felt like someone ran the numbers and how much money he could get sued for. Right. Went, the word Q rating was involved in it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Chris Rock would sue will smith for the slap because i think everyone would be like that's like a bitch move like just take the fucking l and and keep moving yeah uh, i i saw a lot of i saw a lot of white people being like oh he's gonna get sued i'm like i don't know if that's how niggas handle their problems <laughs> i think they're just gonna let it go <laughs> oh my they, he just took a picture of himself on stage with an actual goat yes yes like, yes yes I yes I think everything's too literal at this point. Yeah, Kevin Hart. You know what needs to happen? No, Chris Rock needs to sue because I so badly want him to sue Will Smith, and the court that it happens in is the Steve Harvey court show. Oh my God. (laughs) Jason Momoa has to be in the audience. Like, I would go broke buying that that episode of television. I do love the consensus seems to be I don't condone violence, but also they definitely shouldn't settle this via legal means. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> lawyers are for white people. I've heard on this uh, episode so far. Oh, lawyers so white and La La Land. And <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't said anything. I'm just listening. As, as a person. <laughs> As a person that has slapped and been slapped many times, I'm just, it's, this is a moment for me to, to listen. <laughs> to take it all in. Who would you rather be haunted by, Will Smith or Chris Rock? Will Chris Smith. Rock. 
I think. I don't know. I Roz don't know. has a Roz has a ghost uh, podcast. So I wanted to see what she had to say about this. I feel like I'm not cut out to be on the show because I, unless it's 90 Day Fiance, I don't watch anything. Okay, I don't I'll give know you about an... any celebrities. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't mm-hmm. know how many times I have been mm-hmm. here in Hollywood talking to people. Was I telling you this? Like the other day, I was telling somebody. Well, I've been I've been in conversations with people where they're like, I'm going to the Golden Globes this weekend. And I'm like, no way. Why? And they're like, I'm nominated for best <laughs> actor. I don't know. I don't know a celebrity. I don't know anybody that's a celebrity. I don't know anything. But this is interesting to hear about. Oh, Roz, I'm huge. I'm a huge uh, star on television. I, I'm sure. I saw that archi- Ar- Ar- Carly. Ar- <laughs> whatever Ar- that Carly. Shit. Ar- what did you call me? Right Ar- Carly just got sentenced <laughs> to 21 more seasons. R. Carly? It's been fun, y'all. I'm going to catch you later. R. Carly left herself. You're being R. Carly. Uh, (laughs) I was was Jeff on one episode of I. Carly in 2009. No, I think Mm. I just saw a picture of that on your Instagram. I am... I'm being such a whore trying to get people to my show in Chicago, so I'm using anything that I anything that I can. Hey man, do what you got to do. All right. Okay. This one is also in the segment I'm calling cool. So this one, in context, if you didn't watch this show, I'll explain to you why it's weird. Albuquerque, New Mexico, just gave the two main characters on Breaking Bad sculptures, like uh, like a statue in their town. Roz, if you didn't see Breaking Bad, I love, I love. Okay, that show. okay. Is it fucking one. weird that this is happening, or as the segment is named, cool? <laughs> this is a new segment. I'm, I'm working Bro, it out. I, I, this start... is all they got. <laughs> yeah, let the people have it. This is all they got. I've been to Albuquerque, and I went to go look at Breaking Bad things, and I want to tell you about this city of Albuquerque. They do not want you looking at their Breaking Bad shit. The house that Walter White lived in has a WWE steel cage around it, and the woman is shouting at me to get the fuck away from her house. I'm like, can I take the picture here? She's like, take but it and go. But you, you know that's what you know that's it's not because people are looking at it. you know you know why they people are throwing pizza. pizzas on the people roof? are throwing pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> which is again that has got to be a great story to read if you're in a country where food is scarce. <laughs> There's so much discarded pizza on this roof for a for a 15 year old show. Imagine picking up the pizza like you're getting it from whatever pizza place you go to, and then as you're walking to your car, there's a homeless person, and they're like, "Hey, man, like, look, you don't even have to like, I don't, I don't even want my like, can you please anything to eat." And you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. This pizza's to throw on a roof because <laughs> I like a TV show. <laughs> it's when, it's when part of my dream to ruin pizza, this pizza. When you're buying your roof pizza, do you just go for the cheap, cheapest option or are you like... That was going to be my question. They what, should. What are oh, my throwing? God. You guys. If it's Papa John's, I endorse the throwing the pizza. Oh, now, we're talking absolutely. Domino's. That's... Come on, man. We opened a brick-and-mortar pizza store in Albuquerque. It's called Roof Pizza. The pizzas <laughs> are shit, but, but they're tossable. 
I'm throwing a deep dish up there. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> no. Mm, you don't like, no. you're not a fan of the deep dish? I love deep dish. I got no problem with it. Uh, oh, but, but that's okay. heavier to throw. That's a harder throw. That's like no, Exactly, because Alice is making a point. <laughs> this could stick to the roof more. I live in I live in Oregon. They have the Goonies house up there. Yes. And I'm not surprised that they put a steel cage around the Breaking Bad house. <laughs> Ryan, you came in late. How are you, buddy? I did. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You're going to make up for it on this next question in the segment that is still called Cool. Everything is turning into TikTok. Facebook is turning into TikTok. Instagram is turning into TikTok. Everything is turning into TikTok. Cool? No. Next question. <laughs> None of you are teenage uh, teenagers. I and... the, yeah, I think that TikTok's for teenagers. And so if they're turning Facebook into TikTok, it's going to confuse the old people. And I am pro anything that gets old people off the internet. Mm, wait, am mm. I an old person on the internet? Probs. <laughs> I want in- Instagram at least to stay what Instagram is like. Like I want, I want to see photos again because I didn't follow all of these thirst accounts years ago just to have their videos replaced by people doing fake pranks in public. So like bring back the photos so I can have my thirsty moments again, like respectably, obviously. Uh, but like, I think Facebook, I don't care what you do to the Facebook. Way, the the fact that you had to say it means that you do the most disrespectful what? shit to those photos and I don't, and I think no, that I want to know about it. It's because men out here don't know how to thirst properly because Everyone knows that the proper way someone posts a thirst thirst photo, what you're supposed to do is give it a like and keep it keep it moving, just keep sliding. But men be out here doing like all these weird ass comments, making people uncomfortable, and it's like, no, bro, we all agreed that what you're supposed to do is see the booty pic, appreciate the booty pic, <laughs> like the booty pic, and keep it moving, and don't be weird about it. And then now it's ruined it for everyone who just has ten minutes. What type of like, comment you know, is appropriate on, um, <laughs> let's say, uh, an obvious uh, TNA shot from a, from from a hot babe? Uh, you just write something like, "You look really soft." <laughs> <laughs> I say the fire emojis. I know it's played out and cliched, but it gets the point across without being creepy. Here's a, here. How about me? This is like I'm a married man, so I would never. But this is what I would do. I would go, "Hey, yeah. good job about this stuff." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, hey, good job. Way to accomplish Maybe this. Just, was this meant for me? I think that's what. I don't know. What is it? My birthday? I like the passive aggressive. Uh, if you must. <laughs> if gun to head i would say hey way to go uh so one more is this one more no there's two more cools okay guy fieri uh has been to at least three rage against the machine shows in a row cool guy fieri Roz is a um a no f- i don't think guy fieri is okay. i think that's cool Mm-hmm. I think good for good for Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. He really likes he's rage against anybody. He's not saying the n word. He could just do whatever the fuck type of weird shit he wants to do. He stays in his lane. Okay. And like he looks yeah. like someone who does both of those things for sport, and he has it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that they changed the name of the song to "Grilling in the Name of" in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Oh, <laughs> we can end the show. Uh, 
Have you guys seen what he looks like when he's not all like spiked and goateed? When he's not in drag? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah, I just I just dropped the link in the chat. Oh my god, I need this in my life. Oh shit. Yeah, it's wild, man. You know what he kind of looks like, and I hate to say this because he's a friend. He looks like Cornell Reed. Wait, what I'm is gonna this? Cornell tonight, I think. I'm gonna oh my god! Yeah, man. <laughs> is this a real photo, or okay, did somebody? There's a photo of Guy Fieri, not with the blonde, and not with the goatee. Oh, and... but this is a Photoshop. No, 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 no. This is what he's walking around no. with. It's a... he, he. Well, so what he did was, if I remember this correctly. For Halloween, he went as himself a few years ago when he's not, you know. Holy shit. Yeah. I think this is a Photoshop. Although, the article says Photoshop. Yeah. Oh. Although, it, they, no. they, doesn't he no. look like the security guard from Kimmel? <laughs> yes. He looks like he's trying to tell people on Twitter to be nice to landlords. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a like a banker who's like, sorry kids, we gotta close the park. We're gonna put some apartments. <laughs> he's like super friendly about it. Uh, he does look friendly. Damn he does. Guy. He does I look like the rich guy that Mary Kate and Ashley have to fight against. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're roasting a perfectly good guy, even though he because we think he looks better with frosted tips at age seventy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe I had the story of this photo wrong for like seven years. I thought it was the greatest thing ever, and then Adam exposes it as a fraud. And <laughs> this well, is why I don't read the news. You can't trust that. Fake news. Fake news. Okay, there's a new – this is the final cool. There's a new app that lets you talk to your dead relatives. Cool? No. It takes uh, your – dead relatives files of them speaking and it's just like here's what they would sound like if they if they talked okay. is this like when they had that mummy talk when they like figured out <laughs> yes 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 and it went <laughs> yes that's one of the most horror didn't it just scream yeah it was like nah. they just get a blue air through its larynx yes yeah. <laughs> they're like here's what this know. dead thing would guy would sound like and he's like ah! it's like it's like here's what he would sound like and they just threw his skull down a flight of stairs like, <laughs> right. Right. famous last words oh yeah science we could have de- developed the cure for cancer nah let's make a dead mummy talk for five seconds <laughs> yeah, i think that this technology powers as he <laughs> this is the technology powering joe biden that was my joke that i, that I thought of uh, i don't need so- any Expensive technology to hear my old white relatives be racist as fuck. I can just. <laughs> First of all, what happened to Ouija boards? That's that's all you gotta do. If yeah. you want to talk to someone, you want to find out where the money's buried. You want, you know. <laughs> I don't need. This. What did happen to Ouija boards? That's like a, almost a like a I real like question. Around, I know Wait. a lot of people who have had uh, who play with it. Isn't it owned by like Milton Bradley, which is kind of funny because you're like speaking to the spirit world and with like a like and it's owned by the same people that own shoots and ladders. It'd be really sad if Ouija boards died because then how would we contact? 
There you go. There you go. There's a there's a similar app where you can put in old photos and it animates them. Yes. And I did it with my grandparents, and uh, it was fucking disturbing. It, <laughs> it, so it it looked very realistic on my grandpa, but then it, it, it for some reason because it, it makes you blink and st- or makes the people in the photo blink. Uh, and, yeah. And my they man, I don't know how to say this. They uh, they made it so my grandma was giving me like <laughs> sexy eyes, and it was so fucking uncomfortable. I showed it to my mom, and she was like, "I don't want to think that she did that with her eyes ever." <laughs> but if she I did, like, I just want to say, "Good job with that." I'm a married man, and I would never. Yeah. But if but if I had to, I do like the, I like the idea of thirst traps beyond the grave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, is this the same technology that shows you what Guy Fieri looks like? <laughs> it's they've upgraded it since then. Yeah, if he was blinking in that photo, it'd be even creepier. So this is a this is a thing from Apple, right? Where they figured out they can just take. I think they only need thirty seconds, a thirty second recording of someone. Who so it's like it. when the FBI tries to track a phone call. And they're like, Fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> Keep your dead grandma on the sale. On the line. <laughs> they did it with the Anthony Bourdain Roadrunner documentary, and people were like up in arms about it. Um, when you hear him talking, it does sound like a little bit robotic. But maybe that was just like me listening for it because it's Anthony Bourdain's fake voice that they captured. But it, the, the, the sound of him doing coke they recreated was like. <laughs> Nailed that. All of those like technologies it just reminds me of like vegan food that's pretending to be something else. I'm like, this is just close enough to what it's supposed to be to be creepy as hell. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So that reminds me. I recently got like these uh frozen nuggets uh from the grocery store and they're like plant based and they look exactly like uh McDonald's McNuggets and they don't and when you eat them, they do not make you hate yourself. Uh, so there's no joke to this. I'm just letting y'all know there's these plant-based nuggets out there that taste just out. like McNuggets. They're, what are uh, they called? I'll, hold on. I, I'll actually go run to get it. Hold on. I'll be right back. It this does, is it worth does it. suggest a great name for this technology, this dead relative tech, because we should call it Beyond Grandma. Right. <laughs> I can't believe it's not Grandma. Well, I can't believe it's not. Impossible Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, impossible grandma. Impossible grandma. Impossible grandma. That's the name of this episode. (laughs) The other day, like I was, we went and saw Nope, my the wife and I, and then we were gonna go. She's like, "What do you are? What are you hungry for?" I almost went to In and Out and decided it was terrible. Uh, And then, well, I was like, maybe In and Out, but I was like, "Fuck no, I don't want to go to McDonald's." What By is the, way, the after nope? You have to go and see in and get out. That's what you <laughs> in, in, in and get out. These are the plant based McNuggets. I highly recommend. Okay, these are called what are they called? Raised and rooted plant based nuggets. Okay. All right. Yeah. The question I was going to ask is the health value of In and Out is cannot be better than actual McDonald's, right? But why do why is there no guilt with In and Out, but there is with McDonald's? Because there's no clown. <laughs> clown equals guilt yes it's because in and outs are usually located like near cities whereas a lot of mcdonald's are like off an exit so it's just like 
I think the proximity to civilization, you think you're a better person for having it. Uh, <laughs> when in actuality, not to start a fight, I think in and outs overrated. Uh, <laughs> but every time I'm in California, I always get it because just as I think something's overrated doesn't mean I'm gonna. What's not the best get cheeseburger it. then? You can't come in here throwing uh, throwing uh, fists if you can't uh, if, you, if you don't have something. Uh, best cheese, but I, best I'm cheese actually burger. not a burger person, so I then guess why, five guys. Why would we ever five guys? Okay, is, five guys. Okay, five guys is probably the best burger. I like I just, In and Out fries though are a sin; they're a crime against mm-hmm. the it, it, It's terrible. I was so underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have. I just realized I have reverse guilt about In and Out because I sort of like the. I like the fries. I like that everything's handmade. And like you can see, like the potatoes go into the thing. And then I was like, oh, the thing I like is people having to work harder. (laughs) 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 McDonald's is better because the people there don't have to. They just have to press a button. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes not even people, depending on where you are. (laughs) You're right. Okay, we mentioned the the In-N-Out, actually, versus McDonald's thing. Chris brought up you can be in the middle of nowhere and get McDonald's. The a real question I was going to ask is: Is the United States too big for one country? Yes. <laughs> Strong argument for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let the South secede. <laughs> yeah. Too big for one country? Yeah. But it it already is. We're so big. We're in other countries. Hawaii. How is yeah, Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a naval base that is like a, a state now. You know, I mean, you know how we do. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> because because you got to go to war. You that's have to fine. go to war. You- Honestly, I wouldn't even say Hawaii is the best example of that. I would say Alaska is because we truly that was supposed to be Canada. We're like, nah, go it's fuck supposed yourself. Supposed to be Russia. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be right. I don't read books, so I don't. I don't know what the start of Alaska was. Well, Louisiana Purchase is the only thing I know, well, baby. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good purchase. Well, the giant country is a good idea because it prevents us from having uh, home wars. You know what I mean? We don't have. We never have a home game in war. Right. We got the whole fucking thing with two neighbors, uh, but really hard to get like sort of like common ground between Massachusetts and Mississippi. You know right. What I mean? Wasn't the Civil War the ultimate home game? Or was that <laughs> That's the only game? one. That's the okay. exception that proves the rule. Technically yeah. the War of 1812. War of 1812. Yeah, and the American Revolution, the Revolutionary okay, War. Okay, now he knows yeah, about history. <laughs> but, but we didn't, we didn't have the whole six. fucking territory in, in two of those. Yeah, All right, Mike, I've read one book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, he knows about 1812 and the Civil War and uh, everything else except for how we got He's like, if it didn't, we didn't get through a war, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, this happened with Lizzo recently, and then Beyonce, she had to take the S word out of a song. Do you guys know about this? I wanted your take on this. Oh, I didn't know Beyonce had to. Beyonce had to take two S words out of what is an S word? S P A Z? Yeah. Uh yeah, it's like a, it's like it's like a really yeah. offensive slang in England. Oh. Like their version of the really? word and so when she put it in their song they're all like, "Oh, yo, you can't like you know, do this." And she had no idea so she took it out and I think that after Lizzo took it out then I think other people started taking it out of their songs because they didn't even think about the fact that it's like people in England are just really mean to like the people with intellectual disabilities. Oh, so I mean, like, I, I was frequently on the receiving end of that word. 
So I, <laughs> and I'm sure I said it a few times myself. Very much grew up with that word, and we sort of replaced it. What I love, what we were our, our politically correct version that we replaced it with, which I think is funnier and meaner, is a spanner. You're just going to call someone a spanner. Wait, how bad on a scale of one to ten? How bad is spaz in the UK, Adam? I so I heard that this originally came from someone in Australia that was objecting to it. I don't like. I it wasn't it wasn't a thing until until fairly recently. Oh but yeah, but you were called it often. I was called it often. Yeah, it I think I probably I was too. It was in the air. You could feel it. it like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't even. I, I didn't know. It was my bad. best friend was always like all of her like social media. I think her like you know she had it in all her social media because it just meant like someone who has trouble focusing. And she was like, yeah, I'm such a like you know I'm way out there. I'm like high energy. I'm like really chatty. But in England, it just means like the R word. <laughs> oh, there was like a one-to-one comparison. Wow, that's their main. That's the, like their main one. That that's the thing, like because I never remember people being sort of aghast by it. But then I, um, I lived in a more terrible time. <laughs> Let me throw this out to you. Is I don't know if this will land or how it will go, but like, uh, I could like, what if someone would say, well, it doesn't mean the same thing in the country that she's from. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just like football or biscuit or uh, all the other words that we have that don't mean the same thing. Um, yeah, Crisps. I think it doesn't, but like cigarettes. Yeah, no. cigarettes. Right, the yeah, they can still them. say the 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 f word for but, cigarettes. But 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 football and biscuit aren't slurs in any country. But cigarettes <laughs> are. Man. Listen, you say oh, with oh, enough oh, stank, so. it'll be a slur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, fucking biscuit. Yeah, fucking biscuit. <laughs> Listen, you Listen, I used to love this neighborhood until a bunch of biscuits move in. <laughs> Let me tell you. I used to be a drag queen, and I've been my shoes have been called biscuits, little biscuits, little like little one inch heels. Look at those little biscuits. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> can you still so can you still have a spastic colon, or with that or we're gonna have to change that? I mean, things can be flame retardant, right? Back or am I going to get? Day, we yeah. could have spastic colons as, as much as we wanted. Yeah. And now they're ruining everything. They're ruining <laughs> colons. That's your business. What, what your colon does behind closed doors. Exactly. Um. Oh, where are you guys on January sixth? Do you give a shit about any of this? I hate. <laughs> Direction. Let's no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like. Why don't you guys charge him with sh- something or shut the fuck up about it? I like that's just kind of where I'm at. You know, so many people on Twitter who are like, "Oh my god, this is like the most intense, you know, like hearings that ever." And it's like, no, it's not, because we all fucking knew who was behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proof it was Trump. No, bitch, we knew that yeah. from the goddamn start. So just like either charge him with something. I'm not watching him. Just I know it's him. Yeah. I know. Yeah, until the government just throw him in prison. Not to be glib, but it was a bit like, you know, no one was watching the George Floyd thing, waiting for like that Matlock moment of a piece of evidence. Like we'd all been introduced right. to the evidence right. from the get go. We were just worried that something fucked up was going to happen. Yeah, although this I, is just the go government version of like when white people two years ago during those protests were like, oh, my God, America's racist. <laughs> That's what I said. What? That was my first reaction. People don't trust politicians. 
<laughs> there was also, one. There was one actual thing that was like that is a bombshell. But we've been like bombshelled to death by the fucking news. <laughs> like that mm. woman that that got up there and was like, I heard that this happened, and people were like, Oh my god! I was on a jury for a month and a half, and I know for a fact that would be objection hearsay right away. That's what I knew. And her, that yeah. was people were like she said the, the most damning thing. She heard it like some, yeah. but. But when they said that, like, the Secret Service tried to get Mike Pence in a car, like, so they tried to do, like, the Robert De Niro to Lorraine Bracco thing in the in the, um, in the the hallway of, like, Goodfellas when he was like, come on, just stay in the hallway. Like, they were going to take him and put him somewhere while they, like, that's pretty fucking insane if they can, uh, if they can prove that. But otherwise, charge him or shut the fuck up is what I said. Yeah, I mean, they have all this evidence to get him, but he's not going to get charged. I think just trump is gonna be white oj like he's just he's already white oj man he's gonna beat the charges on this shit that he definitely should have been arrested for and then like five years from now he's gonna get arrested for like tax evasion or some shit yeah he's gonna get yeah he's gonna try to steal one of his red hats and then that he signed and then get jail time and we're all like are you fucking kidding me that's really funny Um, I also I feel like we all like the insurrection like yeah that whole shit was crazy and all but I feel like we all gotta admit that like Loki messing shit up out of at a government building sounds a little fun like just a little (laughs) fun taking a shit Nancy Pelosi's office is fucking hilarious I'm like I don't know what to do with that for the FBI agent who's listening to me I do not condone their actions and I think it's all wrong. But I am saying breaking shit and not having to worry about the consequences as someone who broke shit in my childhood home and then got an ass whooping from it. I kind of like the idea of doing that. I'm not going to lie. Listen, people died. It was sad. But I have been saying I have resting January 6th face on stage and it's been going great for me saying as my opener. So one last thing on this, but I will say congressional hearings do the opposite of what politicians think they do because and they're the most politician thing you can do because it's just a politician who gets to talk and yell at someone and go why did you do this and why did you do that and then it's like it's they get a lot of screen time but then there's no end point they don't pass Mm -hmm. legislation right at the end of it they just kind of like talk a lot of shit and that's why they love it and that's why we hate it and that's mm-hmm. why, like, they've got to kind of turn it off at some point or do something, as, as you said. But, yeah, it's a very politician thing. To do. I hope they come back and do Benghazi hearings again. That's what I want to say. That's, that's what no, they're going to do. play the hits. Reboot the hits. <laughs> I want to see Whitewater again. I want to do. Females. I just feel like congressional hearings take some of the most wild shit that happens in politics and find a way to make it extremely boring. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this is the only one in my lifetime I can think about where there's been any sort of, like, revelation, you know what I mean? No way, man. Where, Monica like, Lewinsky. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was a pretty uh, big one. Yeah, but, you know, fake thing. But but uh, but the uh, DOJ is now, like, they're investigating things from the hearing now, finally. So that I mean that's pretty huge. The walls are closing in around Donald and Trump. But again, that's broken. The DOJ should be turning up evidence, and then there should be a hearing about the evidence. The you, DOJ you would should... think so, right? You would think so. 
I read why. <laughs> it's because they they had to start with the, the fucking actual insurrectionists, and then they worked their way up from there, and then the hearings expedited. But it's like, yeah, if, if you're working your way up from like a fucking thousand people, how long is it going to take for you to get to the people who actually orchestrated the coup? You know yeah. what I mean? Based on the, the Robert Mueller thing, ridiculous. never. The Second right. World War, they were always like, "We'll get to Hitler eventually." <laughs> right, 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 right. I do miss farm boy from Dusseldorf first. My favorite part <laughs> about this whole ordeal was because, like, right now that they're trying to get the top people, like, it's not even like enjoy, like, it's not even like, oh my god, I can't wait because I know no one's gonna ke- get the consequences. So I'm not even like tuning in because I know the outcome is not what we want it to be. Uh, but the po- only part of this whole, you know, delivering justice that I enjoyed was just all of the random, like, m- like regular ass people who went to the insurrection. They stormed the Capitol. They posted about it on Facebook and all this shit. And then just slowly getting arrested one by yeah, one. Yeah. And then on top of that, a lot of them, it wasn't that the FBI had to do all this digging. It was like their 16 year old daughter being like, uh, Fuck my mama. She was at DC <laughs> on this day. She texted yeah. me this. Yeah. Here's the geo tag. Here's her on Snapchat map being at the at the Capitol. Fuck my mama. Go lock her up. I don't care if I got to be in the foster home. And just yeah. like, that was the best part of or all. Or it was people watching it being like, I think that's Jay Johnstone from Mr. Show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? The Belcher guy? The fucking... Jimmy Pesto was that there? Oh yeah, I think I that's uh, like Clarence Thomas's be- wife. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be some kids who are like, "Mom, you remember that time I told you to give me those roller skates, and you were like, no and I was like, "You're gonna pay for this." I called the FBI. You're going to prison. <laughs> that's got to be a fun. Yeah, they're actually on hold with the FBI. They're like, hey, can you give me five seconds? And they go downstairs. Hey, mom, can I go on that ski trip? No, there's too many boys. I don't want you going. Okay, cool. Just wanted to know. And it goes back to the FBI. Yeah, arrest this bitch. I need you. <laughs> can you do it by next week? I, I need. I got plans. Yeah. That's Adam Ryan, Alice Roz, and Chris. Please click follow. Are you ready at this point? Give me all of the stars. There's still more show. But if you want video of this panel, if you want to see unedited video you want to see how the sausage gets made you want to hear all the cancelable lines that i edited out in this free version and you want to see it for every panel since march of 2020 you want to go back and meticulously cancel everybody on the show that is on the show's patreon become a premium member help support the show do i need money desperately patreon.com forward slash brido B-R-I-D-O. If you don't know what Patreon is, Google it. Also, the Norm MacDonald story I told Tom Segura from an early episode. Oh, I should check the fucking play count. Hang on. Okay, I'm looking now. 131,261 views with a 98.3% likes versus dislikes. I found out you need 1,000 subscribers to monetize this. I didn't know that. I could be making billions of dollars off of it, but I don't have a thousand subscribers. I need more. So if you can, subscribe to my YouTube page. I will be putting out high-quality video of my special soon, I think. So you'll want to subscribe anyway to see my dumb bullshit. 
to see my brilliance. I mean, don't self-deprecate. That's what I'm learning. Los Angeles shows every Wednesday. I'm at the Fable in Eagle Rock. This bar is your new favorite bar. Mike Holmes and Stacey Holmes just got listed in Thrillist is having one of the 24 best burgers in Los Angeles. They call it DotBot Burger. Ask for the Brito. August 11th through the 13th, as I keep telling you over and over, but if I maybe tell you, then, well, hey, Ma, can you fucking tell I'm losing my mind? <laughs> I'll be in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge. The 11th is my birthday. That's the live episode of Hunk. The 12th and 13th, I'm recording my second album. And to be honest with you, the 12th and 13th are more important. But I still, it would be great if you came to the live episode of Hunk just to hang out. I'm going to do a winner's tournament. I'm going to do all kinds of fun stuff if you, if you can make it to that one. Oh my God, I'm sick of fucking telling you as much as you're sick of uh, hearing about it. All right, we'll get back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style these guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and tv alive during this podcast tony's a film nerd joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions listen to the buffer battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast i'm mike bridenstine and i have listened to none taken the ad we've been doing for like two years on brado's show it's all based on an inside joke on our show but it's for listeners that we haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest and yeah, and I've never listened to none taken. And, right. and they're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying <laughs> commercial. <laughs> waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to. I still think that's anymore. funny. All I right. like it when the girl says it. I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to none taken. This is what none taken is like. <laughs> Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him. And who knows? I mean, he's played that <laughs> for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Man. Those two new fellas don't sound like they fuck at all. Just kidding. They 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 fuck. Those guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion. They, oh, they fuck. Of Adam, Ryan, Alice, Roz, and Chris. Please click follow. This Republican guy, I don't know his name. I don't care. They all start to look the same and feel the same to me. He voted against uh, gay marriage, and then he attended his son's gay oh, wedding. yeah. Hypocrite or... Kind of a good dad, actually. <laughs> I'm the son. You can, you're uninvited last minute. Maybe that's just one of my friends just uninvited her mom to her wedding, but I'm like all about a boundary. Oh. I want to know everything about this. <laughs> uh, that's very personal, so you don't have to say anything, but that's amazing. But it was, it was wild. She called me up and she, because uh, like, <laughs> We've known each other since elementary school. So I've known her mom. I babysat her two younger brothers. So I know her mom has been a piece of work for a minute. But her mom just like would texting her, 
she's like you fucking bitch and like she, her mom was like i'm gonna give you like 10k for the wedding and then and then as soon as she's like hey can we have that for the wedding she was like i can't believe you want all this money from me you fucking asshole and she's like you know what you don't need to be here and then it was like everyone at the wedding oh yeah this girl the mom was like well i'm your mom so i should get a plus two so i can bring these two randos i just met six weeks ago and she's like no um so yeah yeah just don't if you want to go to your kid's wedding don't scream at them all the time here's what i'm learning the older i get is sometimes you're like oh that person wasn't a dick they just had mental problems like their mental health was off and that sounds like Mm -hmm. one of those to me oh absolutely but But at the same time mental health is wilding out you're allowed to be like you can't come to my wedding if you're not gonna get your shit under control that's true that's yeah. true you, you yeah if you're how t- hard it was for mike to not use the s word just now <laughs> <laughs> very hard <laughs> some people yeah, are just i think you're validated uh, to not have your mom come to the wedding if she's texting you saying you fucking yeah. bitch <laughs> It's like, mom, I just sent you my my Wordle score. Like, you didn't need to reply with that. That's a little rude. <laughs> okay, here's a here, last question before uh, song tournament. Uh, do, do you have anybody that you hate hearing is a genius when you're like, clearly they're not? I have two, but the, they're they're at the top of a list of like that's pretty long. The first one is. Basically, the t- the two at the top, like Elon Musk could be on there, but the two people I hate being called a genius the most are Mitch McConnell and Jeffrey Epstein. McConnell's, <laughs> McConnell's big innovation is that he's actually trying. That's it. They have to call him a genius because none of them want to fucking do anything. But this motherfucker is out there actually trying to get shit for his donors. And, th- and so they're like, he's a diabolical genius. He's not. He's a fucking idiot. Who are you around? I that is throwing. What circles are you in? <laughs> if you read any, oh my god! Like I just watched this Hulu documentary about Victoria's Secret, and everybody is like, Jeffrey Epstein is was a brilliant con man. It's just like, no, he said, "Come fuck teenagers on my island," and they're like, "Okay," and then they got blackmailed. That's. <laughs> the easiest fucking trap it's like putting a fucking piece of cheese on a mouse trap they just the rats will go for it yeah you've never heard mike, either one of them called geniuses no no, no. okay mike, no. I, mike. All right. I, I said i said epstein is brilliant not a genius <laughs> <laughs> it's based on my conversation with ryan connor yes <laughs> that's wild i don't know people who are throwing the word genius uh around if you with, turn on msnbc people. and like for five minutes it'll be like and then mitch and then like they act like mitch mcconnell is the shark in jaws you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's Never like jaws and i like that i don't know what it means so. <laughs> like fucking mitch mcconnell's john wick i don't know like how to explain it like he's like coming he's he's just he's just coming for you but yeah, that's <laughs> That's like when Trump was president and all of his like fans were being like, he's playing 40 chess yes, with y'all because yes. he's misspelled yeah. coffee. And that's, it's just like, it ain't that deep. That's bro. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's an example. It Trump, ain't that deep. 40 chess. I'm that's- all the time and people were like, no, he's a genius. And I'm like, no, for real. Have you listened to him talk? He can't get a <laughs> out. This man he is dumb. I'm so happy the same thing's not happening with Biden. We're like, just like Biden goes to shake 
someone's hand who's not even there and just those reply guys on twitter are not being like this is actually him playing 4d chess with the republicans it's like (laughs) nah, bro you can just we can all it doesn't matter where your politics lie we can all just admit that sometimes president's stupid as fuck (laughs) you know next time biden falls down the stairs i'm gonna retweet it be like this is 4d chess (laughs) yeah that's fun actually Perfect. To go hard stand for for fucking Joe Biden, which no one is doing. So you could there's a lot of uh, wide open space in that. Yeah, no one's doing. Let me not show you the tattoo I just got yesterday. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Biden for Biden. <laughs> Incredible. Thank you. I'm changing my last name to Biden Stein. Uh, thank you. So we're going to end with a tournament for the year 2006. I've not done 2006. So where were you in 2006? Place yourself there. I have the top eight songs on the Billboard chart from the year 2006. I'm going to put them in a tournament decided upon by you folks. What is the criteria? You just tell me what song is better and whoever gets the most votes moves on. If that makes sense. You can base it, you can be like, well, I like this song, or well, this is a better song, or whatever the fuck you want. So, the number one song of 2006 was Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Is everybody familiar (laughs) with the... That was my MySpace profile song for a hot minute. Was it? (laughs) Because you had a bad day. That song. Which song? That's number one. That's the number one song. That's America's... Uh, number one song of 2006, Bad What's Day. We did not see it coming. We didn't, we didn't see this downfall coming. Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Because you had a bad day. Oh. Wait, people were dead ass like willingly. That was a song I only heard on the radio. Well, that's no, the. I played a lot of that shit. People I mean, in 2006 didn't know what a bad day was. So they were like, this is entertainment. <laughs> like, the world could be bad. I'm sorry, that was such a weird 9-11 tribute. <laughs> it was like, what if we had a bad day? Oh my god, just footage of the plane going yeah. in the tower and just yeah. so you had a bad day. <laughs> oh, no. So that song versus I thought it was just a commercial song. It's like when I moved to New Jersey, it was in 2006, and I heard playing in bars uh journey and bon jovi and i was like wait people are seriously doing this like i i my whole life i thought they were like novelty mm-hmm. really yeah people in jersey fucking love it the first time i heard <laughs> am i in jersey i love it <laughs> i thought it was a joke song that they made up for the game which, which one Oh, well, the first time I heard All My Exes Live in Texas was when oh. I was playing Grand Theft Auto, and I thought it was a joke song that they came up for the game. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the that radio's is... the goofiest shit. Well, I think in the 70s and 80s, country music, before it was mainstream, went through a phase where they had hilarious shit. Like, right. dropkick me Jesus through the goalposts of life. Like, that's somebody having a good time. <laughs> So yeah, everyone had to have a joke song on their album. Yeah, right? it was almost mm-hmm. like that when Johnny it's when Johnny Cash started doing that Shell Silverstein song. Boy named Sue. Yeah. Damn. Um No, no, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails Shell Silverstein song. Yeah. <laughs> um. The, the so that's the number one song is Bad Day versus my literal MySpace song, Alice. 
Cool. Riding by Chameleon Air featuring Crazy Bone. So Riding Dirty by Chameleon Air. What? What are you? Songs are facing off right now. Yeah. Which? So it's Bad Day versus Riding Riding by Chameleon Air featuring Crazy Bone. Does everybody know Riding by Chameleon Air? Mm-hmm. Is that the Riding Dirty one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the definitely Riding. Yeah. Riding. One vote riding. riding for Biden. <laughs> riding for Biden. <laughs> Biden dirty. <laughs> Biden dirty. <laughs> I, was, I was living, I was like a teenager. I was at my parents' house. My mom runs a daycare in the house. So when Riding Dirty was playing, it just made me think of like the kids running around with like a fucking turd in their diaper. I'm like, you're riding dirty right now. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. That's what it makes me think of. Have you heard Riding Dirty recently? It's not a good song. What? <laughs> it's, it's not a it good song. It did produce White and Nerdy, one of the greatest Weird Al songs. Oh, God. Was very, I was in sixth grade in 2006. So, like, when I heard that song, I didn't know what good music was in general. So, it was just like. Either did America. Are you are you listening to. <laughs> Apparently, if that number one song was the Bad Day song. Yeah. Uh, Wait till you hear so the rest like, of I, th- I honestly, when I heard it recently, I was like, why did I even like this as a kid like it just but also i wasn't really like paying attention to lyrics as a kid like i remember uh when i first heard the explicit version of nelly's uh take a ride with me like that because i only heard the like uh the radio version (laughs) and then when he's just like smoking air and like now as an adult i'm like bro just say weed like who's (laughs) no one i have ever i have never heard anyone in any song movie tv show book of any decade anyone calls smoking weed smoking air do you know the I, do you know the gin and juice Nelly. the mtv version <laughs> the mtv version of gin and juice was rolling down the street smoking smoking <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i thought it was is that worse than she's not getting with no broke broke <laughs> from kanye <laughs> Well, I think that uh, having Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion say wet and gushy instead of wet-ass pussy is actually more explicit. Yeah. Yeah. More. yeah. Let's get it started. No. <laughs> also, that, that this song is... That was called uh, Let's Go Spastics in Britain, which, which <laughs> so much worse. I... Forget you, like the, the CeeLo song. <laughs> For, uh on similar vein of bad lyrics, but not in the sense of being censored. I this just made me think about how in Nothing But a G thing by um Dr. Dre. Fuck Dr. Dre. Wow, I can't believe I forgot that. Uh and Snoop Dogg. You're not supposed to forget about Dre. There's a part where Dr. Dre is just like, if I, if I slip, then I'm slipping, or like something like that. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, bro, that's you already said the word that you're doing. Like it's <laughs> The, the word is the definition. You didn't have to okay, imagine imagine you're in middle school. This is the coolest song in the world. The lyric that comes right after that is, if, if I got my Nina, then you know I'm straight tripping. Now you're white in Iowa, no internet. You want to say these words. What the fuck does any of this mean? You have no idea. So, yeah. Who says Bad Day by Daniel Powder? I'm going to stay loyal to my MySpace song. One vote from Alice Hamilton. Which is the better song? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna choose that one just because that sounds like a like a song you would sing 
if you wanted to annoy your partner after they actually had a bad day. Like if someone came <laughs> and they were like clearly furious. So your wife you is fired and you walk so up to her and you go, so bad. you had a bad day. Take a one. So we got, wait, two votes for Daniel Powder. Yeah, sure. Mejio are saying bad day or are you saying? I admittedly want to vote for bad day because the image of someone like going through it suffering from severe depression and it's like you know what i'm gonna kill myself and they get the rope ready or they get the, they get the knife ready to cut themselves or they're in the bathtub with the toaster and just before they do that they're just blaring so you've had a bad day and just also the mental image of someone being like you know i was really depressed and then you had a bad day got me through my depression like there's in the realm with the amount of people in this world there's bound to be one person that saved who got through a depressive threat out because of that song <laughs> so because of that i want to vote for it but i just alice I is saying it, that it miracles <laughs> happened to her so uh, when i when i was a uh, in high school youth group got me through some crazy shit <laughs> oh you grew up a youth group kid yeah yeah same all right we got out congrats okay <laughs> I wasn't listening to Bad Day. I was listening to Reliant K and trying to figure out how uh, I could stop my boners from happening. Uh, and I never did. Uh, Marilyn Manson ain't my girlfriend. I loved that one. That was a, it was a Reliant K song. That was my favorite from them. Okay. So we got three votes for Bad Day. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not a vote. Oh, okay. Two. Shit. Okay. I was saying I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Okay. Two to one. Roz, you said what? Chameleon Air? Yeah. Two to two, so it's up to Ryan Connor. Ryan Connor, you want bad day, Daniel Powell. Oh shit. I yeah, a complete like reversal from what I thought would happen. Okay. Yeah, I just uh, related that I used to ride dirty like, all <laughs> You have warrants in every city except Houston. The four versus five. You're beautiful by James Blunt. Uh, <laughs> what a soft year. Oh, You're beautiful. It's yeah. true. God. Versus the, the number next f- one. The number five song. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Hips Don't Lie by Shakira featuring. Oh, sh- oh, that oh one. this is not even a cut. Co- <laughs> what, what, what number was Hips Don't Lie? Five. Five? Yeah. Disrespect. <laughs> America deserves everything that's happening to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the first song I ever illegally downloaded onto my iPod. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That song still hits. That is a good song. Does anybody want to vote for You're Beautiful by James Bond, which I feel is a positive message. James Bond? (laughs) James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) See, now you're picturing Sean Connery going, you're beautiful. See, if I heard there was a man named James Blunt, I'd be like, okay, Blunt. Okay, let's hear it. And then you hear it and it's like... Your life is pure, or whatever. Like, what? Because those songs are the opposite of each other. I 100% believe that Shakira's hips don't lie. You're beautiful. Sounds like Shakira's about to go to jail in, in Spain for 20 years because her taxes lied. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Her hips don't lie. Her CPA is Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mui Ma. Okay, so is it a clean sweep for Shakira and Wyclef? Wyclef, bad guy, though, yeah? Wyclef did some shit to Haiti oh, or something? Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean that he did the We Are The World remake that should have never happened? And then didn't give the money to Haiti or something. Oh, yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah so both of, the, both of these two <laughs> financial criminals. 
<laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Also, I would say you can't name your band after refugees and then fuck over refugees. That's like... <laughs> it's the perfect cover. Though. Yeah, it is a perfect cover. <laughs> no, no one expected it. They had a lot. They had a, an ex- I'll excuse them amount of hits, though. Uh, so moving on is uh, Hips Don't Lie by Shakira and Wyclef John, just based off of the pure hatred I felt towards James Blunt. <laughs> Number three song of 2006 is Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado featuring Timberland. Do you remember this one? This song has not been on anything. It was like, promiscuous girl, whatever you are, I'm all alone. And it's you, that one. Promiscuous boy. Sing this song at his concert the other night. Mm -hmm. Who did? Drake. Oh, okay, nice. Like the special guest who just came out with that song. This is not the best Nelly Furtado song, but what is the best? <laughs> I'm like a bird. I'm like a that. bird. <laughs> I always fly away. Nelly Furtado. What? Really? You think that one's better? Nah. It's better than this. Promiscuous is the perfect. Okay, oh. not the perfect. But Promiscuous is a top tier karaoke song, and I will fist fight anyone who disagrees. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. This song is so 2006 to me. Like, it seems so specifically <laughs> old fashioned to my ears, I guess. Does anyone else just not know the song at all? I've drawn a blank. Yeah. So it's a duet between Timberland and Nelly Furtado. Now, when you say duet, <laughs> they're, not, they're not harmonizing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Reminiscent of the Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell duet. <laughs> yeah, they we're not, not talking about Elton John and Kiki D here. We're they talking. are not harmonizing, no. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't know. Who said... Oh, Versus. I didn't even tell you what it's facing. <laughs> Unwritten by Natasha Bedenfield. This is a song that I assumed was like mm. a skin cream commercial song. <laughs> I didn't know this was an actual song. Oh, the feel the, the rain song. on your skin. No one else can I feel, feel like it. I feel that was for the you. theme song to like the hills or Laguna Beach or something like that. I never watched those shows, but I think it was. Oh, okay. So, is everybody familiar with "Unwritten" by Natasha Bed? Graduation Bedford? song. The, yeah. Nope. I don't know. So neither. Damn, Burke and Connor. This is uh, you guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, so who, the music from 2006, you dorks. <laughs> American. Where's your finger on the pulse in 2006? Who says promiscuous girl? I think that Mejia is going to go for this one. And Alice. I don't know, man. I'm ran. I, I kind of love Oren. Oh. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think I think because of how much I hyped up promiscuous girl, I got I gotta I gotta go for my girl yeah. Nelly. Yeah. Uh, but damn, Unran's like low key. Like Unran's a song that sober. I'd be like, oh yeah, the graduation song. But fucking whatever. But if I'm if I'm lit and I'm out at a function and Unwritten comes on, I'm crit walking. I love that song so much. <laughs> I uh, it, it's become a graduation song. Yeah, it's played at every graduation. The rest That'd be great is still if you didn't unwritten. Graduate because your thesis was unwritten. <laughs> Well, you're not getting a diploma. Uh, but like I'm going to commit to Promiscuous Girl. Oh, see, you, you you came in too hot on the one song. Because here's why. Because Promiscuous Girl, I will be excited about hearing sober and drunk. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's why. But that is just maybe cultural. Maybe you don't feel culturally like comfortable like 
bawling your eyes out to Natasha. Whereas, you know, if you maybe if you if it was okay and everybody was cool Mike, with it. Mike, 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 sweetie, I am a cancer. I will ball at any opportunity I can. <laughs> okay. All right. Pride the promiscuous girl. <laughs> Uh, I th- that song was the first time I ever heard somebody who wasn't Christian use the word promiscuous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no non Christians knew that word. <laughs> that is funny. They went with promiscuous. I think Mike froze. Oh, I froze. I'm oh, here. There we go. I'm here. You're back. I'm back. Survive. I'm voting promiscuous girl. One for promiscuous girl. Burke, what do you say? I gotta say unwritten because I'm an agent of chaos. Okay, one to one. He is going promiscuous. I was also promiscuous. Okay. I really don't know. I think I'm going to say unwritten. Oh, it's I all. Thought, I have literally thought about that song every time I've tried to write a screenplay. I'm just like, I, <laughs> I think of those words. I'm staring at the blank page before me. I'm staring. I open up my dirty windows, which my windows are always <laughs> fucking dirty. So I think I'm going to go with that. I can't relate to promiscuous girl much. Okay. It all comes down to Ryan and... Connor. And I don't know either song, so this is great. Uh, I have a feeling if I heard them, I'd recognize them, maybe. Uh, so, uh, I like Timbaland as a producer, so I'm going to go with that song. Okay, Promiscuous Girl moves on to the next round. I have a quick question. When she says she opens up her dirty windows, we're sure that's literal, right? <laughs> it is when I do it. I don't know what she was talking about. I do feel like that was an unnecessary adjective for her to throw in that song. Like, why you gotta, why you gotta yeah. insult she these need, windows like that, girl? Two syllables. <laughs> she needed two syllables yeah. in there. Well, that's, Bedroom, that's the, office, whatever. That's the TV edit. Fucking window. <laughs> Dirty window. Okay, the number two versus seven. In my mind, this is the most difficult matchup of the first round. The number two song of 2006 was Temperature by Sean Paul. Are you all familiar with Sean Paul? Yep. Okay. Ryan, you got a little confused look on your face. I do not remember the song either, man. I remember Sean <sighs> Paul. I don't know. I got the right yeah. temperature for shelter you from the storm. Uh, oh, uh, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. Versus Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Um, Ryan, do you know this song? Yeah. Okay. Of course. I've been to not, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Temperature. I think Sean Paul's underrated, but also Gnarls Barkley, CeeLo Green, like amazing. So I think that crazy. I think that Rolling Stone magazine voted crazy, like the number one song of that decade. I want to say, <laughs> but doesn't mean by number ones. That is yeah. a song that I've I hated when it came out. And then the older I've gotten, the more I've appreciated the song. But um, what was the what was the other song? Temperature That's- by Sean Paul. Sean Paul, man. I mean, I don't understand a single fucking word he's saying, but <laughs> man, I pop my pussy every time his songs come on. For sure, yeah. But crazies, I guess. Like, I guess it's cool. The music video was kind of neat. Who says Sean Paul temperature? I think I'm gonna. I also can't deny the pussy popability of that song. <laughs> so two for two for Sean Paul. I'm okay. still thinking. All right, Ryan Connor, okay, how's your how's losing your losing team last oh, round? So I need people to join me this time. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Connor, how's your well. is your pussy popped, I'm, Ryan Connor? Uh, no, it, it, it remains unpopped. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to commit to temperature. I'm going to commit to temperature. Thank you. Two for temperature. Adam Burke. Um, Bar- Barkley, I think. One for Gnarls. Ch- Ch- yeah. Ryan Connor, you want to commit? Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's worth it. Lock it in. Which one did you say? How does this work? Crazy. Oh, it all comes down to Alice Hamilton. Temperature by Sean Paul. Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. I think we have to hear your version of both songs, Mike, because you did it. Give us a bit of temperature. Oh. be keeping you warm. I got the right temperature for you from the storm. Gonna be the papa, you can be the mom. Oh, and now do crazy. Uh, crazy. crazy. I don't know. Possibly. No, pop it again, Roz. Damn, this is a hard one. This is way more difficult than I thought it was gonna be. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with crazy. Just because I think. I can listen to that one for longer in a row. Yeah. Temperature, I need to take breaks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're going to get dehydrated on that second listen through. Yeah. Sean Paul has other hits. Sean Paul has a lot of hits. Yeah, out of his hits, I wouldn't say it's one of his best. Like, I definitely... Um, Give me the light? Ooh. That's, that's the one right there. Okay, the second round. So this, these two songs both moved on, according to you. Right and Dirty by Chameleon Air featuring Crazy Bone versus Hips Don't Lie by Shakira featuring Wyclef Sean. Both of them have Kara. songs that feature somebody from a 90s supergroup. <laughs> Crazy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Wyclef Sean of Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> I mean, hips. Hips. I'm, going, I'm going hips. Yeah. Two for hips. Um, hips. Doesn't matter what Ryan hips. says. It's all hips. I'm gonna, it's clean I'm gonna sweep be honest. for hips. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't listening, but I heard everyone say <laughs> hips, and I agree with that. <laughs> I was too busy looking at Sean Paul's discography on Spotify. <laughs> I thought that, that that's a good choice also. Okay. Hips Don't Lie is in the finals. Who will it face? Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado and Timberland <laughs> or Crazy by Gnarls Barkley? Promiscuous. Two for Promiscuous? I think, I think Crazy because then that's, such, that's such a more representative face-off. Those were two massive songs. I'm not sure that Promiscuous. Promiscuous was the, was the three and Crazy was the seven. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say Promiscuous because I feel like Promiscuous is more representative of what 2006 was like. Like when you hear the word, when you hear when you think about the song "Promiscuous Girl," uh, you just immediately think those bright denim jeans that has the bedazzle on it, <laughs> and then like the white t-shirt underneath the uh, like uh, just like the low-cut kind of pink shirt that you would see all over MySpace, <laughs> like that look. But enough um, about what I was wearing. What was she wearing? <laughs> We all learned code to be dazzle our MySpace pages. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought if I would have just kept up with that HTML, I'd be doing much better in life right yeah, now, man. Carrot uh, image 
something something. I remember. It. I we had- all learned <laughs> HTML to add uh, to add either glitter to our MySpace background yes. or ghetto Looney Tunes. Yes, have to have. Who is saying crazy, crazy by neural? So what was it? Two for promiscuous or three? Yeah, promiscuous. Burke, what did you say? I said crazy. And then Roz is saying promiscuous. I think crazy is like a better song. Like it, it was like a disco throwback kind of. I mean, it was a really incredible song, but I I listened to it too much. I I got really I I listened to it for years, and now when I hear it, I'm like. I, I won't, again, the pussy popping will be much harder when it comes to um, promiscuous girls. So you're going to penalize crazy for being too good that you listen to it. too good. Okay. So, Ryan, how do you feel about promiscuous moving on to the finals? Move on. I, I, I had crazy, but I did just play promiscuous girl, and I do know the song. Okay. I didn't realize I knew it, but... So my rendition of it didn't just trigger like a, all not, the memories. It didn't really jog much at all. People always tell me, "Do you sang that song?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the finals for 2006. Before we just crown Shakira, by the way, I want to tell you what's won every year that I've done this. Uh, some of you have been here for other years, but 1988, "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses. 1995, "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. 98, The Boy Is Mine, Brandy Monica. 99, No Scrubs, TLC. 2000, Say My Name, Destiny's Child. 2001, All For You, Janet. 2002, Hot In Here by Nelly. I think Alice Say was My Name that. was pre-9-11? That's, yeah. That's, you think wow. that it would have stopped that tragedy from happening, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, Hot In Here by Nelly is 2002. 2003 was Crazy In Love by Beyonce. 2004, Hey Ya by Outkast. 2005, Gold Digger by Kanye West. 2007, Umbrella by Rihanna. 2008, No One by Alicia Keys. Before we just give it to Shakira, does anybody want to make an art? I'm just saying that based off of how enthusiastic you were about Shakira in the previous rounds. <laughs> does anybody want to make an argument for Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado featuring Timbaland? Not one person. <laughs> it's I hips still, alive. I, I, I mean... Still- I'm still convinced that this song is a Mandela effect thing, and that <laughs> you, you're like, I can't prove that this song the, is real. The, the, the five of you have imagined it. Because here's mind. the thing: here's the thing. You not only do you have the regular "Hips Don't Lie," but you also have the FIFA World Cup version of "Hips Don't Lie," <laughs> and both are great in their own way. And also that music video. I don't care your sexual orientation. I don't care your creed your color for one second this entire world was in unison rallied together to be hornier after (laughs) Shakira god bless her god bless her hips honestly I didn't know I had lupus at the time but that video cured my like five percent of my lupus the rest was hydroxychloroquine yes (laughs) actually yeah holy shit Did you hack my pharmacy? What's the no? It's just a famous thing that. Uh, oh yeah, from, that's right. I forgot the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm I'm just listening to Promiscuous Girl, and just based on these <laughs> lyrics, it has to be Shakira. I know. I'm it's looking literally. at him right now. Roses are red. Some, Some diamonds, diamonds are blue. Are blue. <laughs> Not all roses are red. If you're gonna qualify <laughs> one, Nelly, you fucking lunatic, you have to qualify the other. Your fucking your entire syllogism is out of whack. It also, you're right. It does seem like a computer generated like bot version of what 2006 was like. It's like it's by Nelly Furtado and Timberland. And it's called 
promiscuous girl. <laughs> you know? Can't, can't even get to the hook. Okay, it's not a good hook. I, I, I don't know. But. All right. How are the lyrics of Hips Don't Lie? What what are the lyrics of Hips Don't Lie? I don't oh, even know man. what she said. I don't give a fuck about the lyrics. I'm <laughs> looking at these lyrics. I'm watching that video and be like, wait, what is she saying? <laughs> when she came out of the Super Bowl uh, a few years ago, it felt like they were treating J-Lo like the bigger star, but I was kind of like, I kind of think Shakira is like... I feel like they were equitable. Like, I, I feel like they're both big stars. Like yeah, because I saw that people were comparing it. And I'm just like they're, they have both. They're both great in their own way. I mean, Shakira's not a movie star like J Lo. She wasn't a fl- uh, fly girl. J Lo gave us that Sel- Selena movie, so she's solidified icon. After yeah, that. yeah. It, it does sound like a white guy at the NFL just googled Latina woman <laughs> famous and then, <laughs> and then booked accordingly. I can't guarantee he you that's what happened, like but I can it was almost a guarantee category. it. Category. It's just like <laughs> thick Latina scent. <laughs> Okay, uh, who says who wants to vote for "Promiscuous" by Nelly Furtado? <laughs> Nobody. Oh yeah, have it. <laughs> okay, I who, don't know how it made it this far. I just listened to it for the first time. That's a terrible fucking. <laughs> how dare! We're gonna. We should do Gen X reaction videos the same way that Gen Z does. I'm ready. I'm for gonna it. make sure you never work again for saying that slander about promiscuous. <laughs> oh, then I'll be on the same level as Nelly Furtado. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she just did a festival. She just did OVO Fest. When she comes on, wait, wait, you're gonna be so embarrassed. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Nelly, I hope you're listening to this. I love you. <laughs> Nelly Furtado, you're welcome on the show anytime. Don't ask me to name five of your songs. I can name I could name two. That's all I could do. What are her top songs on Spotify? You fly like a bird I thought was the lady who did a thousand miles. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton. You were the big fan of Vanessa Carlton last yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. I'll fight on the hill for that song. I fucking love that song. <laughs> is she still on a truck playing piano? Yes, yeah, so that's what yeah, I she like is. to think that she never got she's off just, that truck. She's just circling. That's how bad gas prices were that year. <laughs> okay, the winner for 2006 is Hips Don't Lie by Financial Criminals, Shakira and Wyclef Jean. Okay, where do you let's do plugs? Where do you uh, want people to find you? This will be out Friday the 5th. Alice Hamilton. Um, I don't want nobody to find me. I'm in my house. Don't give me that monkey pox. I do not <laughs> want to get that shit. Um, I'm on Twitter being uh, I'm actually being super messy on Twitter right now. So, She's Alice Hamilton. fun on Twitter. You guys just want to see some pure chaos. Uh, Instagram is Miss Alice Hamilton, M I S S Alice Hamilton. Come for the show, y'all. Have you guys seen Alice on Twitter? She's like the fucking Joker. <laughs> Darn shit. Yeah. I'm the Joker if the Joker just hated Chris D'Elia, and that's it. It was like <laughs> one motherfucker. Yeah. If you've ever met anybody who hates Crystalia and then you ranked them, uh, she's coming to take names and be at the top of that fucking list. No one hates Crystalia. What did Crystalia do? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny to think that if the Joker and Crystalia were on the same bill, everyone would be rooting for the Joker. (laughs) 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 That guy guy seems cool. (laughs) Crystalia could be on the same bill as Hitler and I'd be rooting for him. (laughs) 
Ooh. That meme of the guy choosing between the two buttons to press. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Adam Burke, where do you want people to find you? Uh, I'm uh, ATP Burke on all the things, and I'll be opening for a certain Mike Bridenstine uh, next week in Chicago. The Lincoln. Island. Yes, the 11th, 12th, and 13th. Everybody in Chicago coming to the show. Roz, <laughs> where do you want people to find you? Um, I have a podcast called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. It comes out every Thursday. And I feel like I didn't talk very much today. I was so entertained by everyone. I just became an audience member. But usually you can't get me to stop talking. So if you want to hear me talk all the time, hear my podcast. And I talk to people about ghosts and UFOs. And we laugh. And it's fun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Chris Mejia, where do you want people to find you? Uh, follow me on Venmo. I love any money that you can send me. Give uh, some money. No, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Chris Mejia Comedy. And then on Twitter, um, at Topher Mejia. Um, I will be in Chicago this weekend. I'll be performing for the, uh, I'll be featuring for the homie Bo Johnson at the Lincoln Lodge. Oh, uh, so I'm going to be there. I was just about to ask when you were, but we're going to be in Chicago at different times. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna be in Portland the weekend of the 19th, 20th. Um, gonna be doing comedy in the park and a bunch of other shows that I just don't feel like listing right now. Uh, and then also, if you live in the Seattle area, uh, you should follow at Good Comedy Show. It's a show I co-run with Bo Johnson. Uh, we do it at two locations. We do it at the Hereafter, which is the Crocodiles Comedy Club. And we do it at uh, Bad Jimmy's Brewing, which is a brewery. Uh, and it's once a month, and you should come through because it's a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. While you're at the lodge, if you feel like plugging my show on the 12th, those tickets are not moving as hot as I want them to. I'll uh, drop them. I'll, 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 in fact, I'll wear a T-shirt that is uh, j- just says in big letters, uh, go see Mike next week. Yes. Or you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> and if right. people don't need to know, yeah, I'll, just, I'll just I'll lie and say I'm like, uh, he's a Black Panther. Go check him out. I, yeah, I'm for it. Uh, Ryan Connor, where do you want people to find you? Uh, man, I should have been prepared for this question. Um, <laughs> Are you doing your wine bar show? That show fucking rules. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, so on Tuesday nights, it's just. Yeah, just a good room to work stuff out, and it's fun. Uh, Eno Vino in Atwater Village, Tuesday nights at 8. It's spelled O-E-N-O. Uh, and then Instagram, Ryan Connor one And that's uh, that's it. That's oh, I've, I've heard of your show. When I was in L.A., a homie of mine recommended the swing by, but I wasn't able to make it. But I've heard good oh. things about your show. Oh, thanks a lot, man. It, 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 it's hit or miss. Uh, but that's good to know. <laughs> no other shows are hit or miss. Wow. Only hits. That show, it's. Next time you can tell me. Let me know. There's like. Yeah, I'll hit you up. There doesn't need to be a lot of people in that room. It's like a loud room, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, if any of you all want to do the show, I'd love to have all of you. Yes. Do his show. It's fun. Okay. Yeah, if y'all are ever in Seattle, let me know. I got to do it. I got to go up there. But maybe not in the winter? Uh, the, I mean, yeah, it's cold. Uh, but like you, you used to live in Chicago. It should be nothing. Used to is a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Fair, <laughs> I've lived fair. in LA for 15 years, and it's very hot here. 
<sighs> okay. Thank you guys so much. This was fun. I this was a fun group of people who I guess didn't know each other before, but look at you. All profesh. All likable instantly. Look at you. You are wonderful. I don't know how to end shows. That was weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Pop that pussy, yeah. y'all. <laughs> Pop it. Bye. Bye. Yeah. That's Adam, Ryan, Alice, Roz, and Chris. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. I promise you, they want you to follow them on social media. They say that word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you like this show at all, please tell people. That's it. I mean, they'll they'll listen to you. You're fucking awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Please come see me in Chicago. Please come see me in Chicago. Please come see me in Chicago. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Love you.